Welcome to the Living Life Well Show, the intersection of God's Word, today's science, and healthy living with common sense application, all based on the truth of the Word of God. I'm your host, Dr. John Skelton. Now let's get straight to the truth. Welcome back to the Living Life Well Show. So we talked a lot uh, last time about the what of this show. Let's talk about the who and the why now. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, which is all of you, I'm John Skelton. I'm a child of God, husband, father, and I like to say I'm a reformed allopathic MD now living and working in my God-given purpose of helping people heal through implementing the only truth, God's Word, in practical ways into their daily life to promote health and wellness so you can live your purpose. So a little bit about me. I grew up in Central Texas in the Waco uh, area uh, way before uh, Chip and Joanna uh, kind of made it cool, and then uh, went to God's Country, West Texas, uh, for uh, undergrad and, and residency. Uh, did uh, my med school out here in, in West Texas, and then moved back to Central Texas to complete my residency in emergency medicine. I've been working in emergency medicine for over the past 20 years, helping people uh, in their acute illness, what, what is for many of them the worst day of their life. So over those 20 years, I've seen a lot of things, gotten to help people with anything from bumps and bruises, scrapes, to, uh, of course, heart attacks, strokes, gunshot victims, uh, stab wound victims, uh, delivering babies, um, all, all kinds of things, all, all things that you would think would come into a big emergency department. Through my time in uh, emergency medicine, I could see how there was a problem. There was a disconnect between what traditional medicine is teaching and doing and the outcomes patients were getting my experience was such that I would see a lot of the same patients over and over again, unfortunately. A lot of the patients with these chronic diseases with hypertension, diabetes, heart disease, uh, obesity, all these problems coming again and again. And of course, since I was in an emergency room, you know, typically you don't want to see the same patients over and over again because it means that they aren't improving, right? And so, unfortunately, the story that I heard from patients was quite similar, quite honestly. Most of them that I would see on a repeated basis weren't coming in because they had suffered a laceration or a broken bone or uh, something of that, that nature or had gotten in a car wreck. Most of them were having chronic abdominal pain, recurrent chest pains, uh, difficulty breathing, problems with their blood pressure, problems with their blood sugar, chronic fatigue and, and pain all over. And what I realized in my interactions with them is 
they were telling me all the same stories. Uh, all the people with these chronic conditions had the same story. And it went something like this. Dr. Skelton, I am doing what my doctor tells me. I am trying to eat right. I am trying to exercise. And I'm for sure taking all my medications. But I just don't seem to be getting better. For a lot of years, I discounted this story. I thought, they're not really doing what their doctor says. They're not really, you know, trying to uh, improve themselves. But I realized... No, they actually are doing what is being told to them. However, the information that they're getting is confusing and incomplete. So I started in my busy emergency medicine practice, I, I started trying to sit down and impart a few things that I believed would help. Most of them acted like what I was telling them was brand new that they had never heard before. And it really kind of shocked me that that was the case. And so I started telling these patients uh, across all manner of complaints that I was seeing on a repeated basis, these things. And then I started telling patients that were newly diagnosed with chronic diseases, these things. And so what I was told after those interactions was, Dr. Skelton, this is the first time I'm hearing this. Nobody's ever told me this before. Nobody's ever explained this to me before. And it seemed like very basic information to me to be able to help somebody uh, get the most out of their treatment regimen. So after realizing that and practicing this way for a couple of years, I, I realized a, a way that I might be able to affect change would uh, be to uh, get into the administration of, of the hospital and, and help affect change from a, a policy standpoint. And so we started some, some great programs with uh, patient navigators and, and uh, things like this uh, through hospital programs to help people on a daily basis, help put in a level of accountability uh, there. And, and so I became the medical director of, of the emergency department. Um, and actually it was two emergency departments. It was a level two trauma center that saw about 60,000 patients uh, a year at the time. Uh, and then also a pediatric uh, emergency department seeing around 20 to 25,000 uh, patients a year. And so uh, I enjoyed my time doing that, but I realized that going along in the traditional trajectory of traditional medicine with insurance and pharmaceutical uh, reps was going to be difficult to affect the change that I really wanted to see happen. So after a few years of doing that and making some strides, but not to where I saw that it really needed to be, quite honestly, because the, the system is rigged against you taking control of your own health. And I have an example of that that I'll give you here in a minute. But um, I decided to go in with a few partners of mine and uh, we developed a freestanding emergency department. And I, I still even work there today and I, and I really enjoy it. However, what I can tell you is that even... Now that I spend the time 
that I wasn't able to in the large emergency department, I am still unable to really impart the amount of knowledge and education that's necessary for anybody with a chronic disease to really take control of their health. Well, why is that? Why are we having such a disconnect between healthcare delivery and understanding for the patient? Well, it goes back to our healthcare education. You see, when I was in medical school, I got maybe five hours out of thousands of hours spent in lecturing and on wards actually taking care of patients with regards to what a healthy lifestyle looked like. I can tell you I was the heaviest and most unhealthy I have ever been as a fourth year medical student. So the emphasis that is placed on healthcare education is solely driven by insurance companies and pharmaceuticals. Well, what do I mean by that? Insurance companies pay for pills and procedures. Pharmaceutical companies are looking to minimize symptoms. Pharmaceutical companies are designing drugs that hijack the body's natural way of doing things to alter it to eliminate the symptoms. Now, not all pharmaceuticals are this way, right? So sometimes what we are doing is we are attacking invading uh, bacteria and or viruses and, and those things. And so some pharmaceuticals are, are used for that. Some pharmaceuticals are trying to suppress the body's response or seemingly over-response to an invasion of a foreign substance, an allergen, a bacteria, or a virus. But what I'm specifically talking about is I'm talking about the pharmaceutical industry that is focused on managing chronic disease. You see, they want to manage you uh, and want to manage your symptoms. They're not interested in curing, reversing, or eliminating your disease process. They're only interested in managing it. So think of diabetes, right? And so if they can get you uh, to an A1C under seven, they think that, hey, that's great. You're managed. And if we get you all the way down to 6.4 or, or less, wow, we've done great work. That is awesome. You know, we've got you on these drugs and and possibly even insulin, and now you are great. You're in a pre-diabetic state. Well, what I can tell you is, is you're managed. You're not cured. You're not healed. You're not reversed. You haven't harnessed your body's ability to heal. All you've done is taking drugs to either give excess insulin to artificially lower your blood sugars and or you've hijacked the body's normal digestion process and or response to food to artificially decrease your blood sugars. Now listen, some people aren't able to produce the natural substances to allow their body to heal. And in those instances, yes, pharmaceuticals are necessary. But 
for chronic disease states, and type 2 diabetes is a great, great example of this, you can. You can help your body heal. You can reverse your diabetes. You can do things to eliminate the need for any extra medications. Just with simple diet and lifestyle approaches, you can heal your body. Well, healthcare delivery is driven by insurance companies, really, because doctors are held to a standard that says how well they're adhering to measuring certain labs and how the response is of the patients to adherence to the prescribed regimen, things like metformin and, and lisinopril for uh, patients that are newly diagnosed with diabetes. Well, there, there's a great article, and there'll be a link to it uh, in, the, in the show notes here out of uh, Medscape uh, by the uh, current president-elect of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. As the name suggests, the American College of Lifestyle Medicine is about patients taking control of their health and being able to introduce lifestyle interventions to minimize the use of medications and or hopefully eliminate uh, the need for for medications. And so I, I want to read a few excerpts from this article. So uh, in here it says that in 2022, they did a national quality survey in which the strategy was for a multidisciplinary person-centric approach for individuals throughout the continuum of care with an emphasis on historically under-resourced communities. It goes on to say that clinical practice guidelines for many chronic diseases recommend lifestyle intervention as the first and optimal treatment. So number one, how many of you guys are hearing that? How many of you are really getting education as to what a good diet is for diabetes? How many of you are really getting the truth about what that is? Are you being told to avoid fruit? Are you being told that fruit would be good and, and helpful for you? Probably not. But the issue is, is there's no real quality measures that are considering lifestyle inter in intervention. And so it goes on to say that, quote, in fact, some quality measures unintentionally penalize physicians for successfully treating or reversing disease through lifestyle behavior interventions while rewarding clinicians for meeting process measures quote, usually adherence to medication. And this is regardless of whether the health outcomes improved or not. So as you can see, there is misalignment between what is being said as what should be part of any chronic disease program, which is lifestyle interventions, and what is being incentivized. You see, the system is set up that it incentivizes physicians to be as quick as possible and to prescribe medications or procedures. Those are the, the two things that you're seeing. So with pills and procedures <clears throat> like bariatric surgery for obesity and 
diabetes more often than not in the case of obesity and diabetes with the bariatric surgery, the same success rate is seen with diet and lifestyle intervention for obesity and diabetes reversal. So why undergo a drastic measure like a big surgery and for which there could be complications and alteration of your lifestyle because now you've altered the God-given design of your stomach and gastrointestinal tract. So for those people, they aren't given really the education to understand what diet and lifestyle interventions would be best. And this article just really points that out as to why we are as sick as we are. You see, I believe that we're as sick as we are because there's a lack of truth, a lack of transparency, a lack of transparency in healthcare education to those delivering the healthcare, a lack of transparency from the drivers of healthcare being the insurance companies to the consumers of healthcare, you and me, you see, I believe that the healthcare companies really want to keep you sick and dependent as opposed to empowered and motivated. It's that being empowered and motivated that motivates me to do this podcast. That's the who and the why behind this show. So if this resonates with you, I I look forward to uh, you continuing to download and listen uh, and or watch. And I thank you for your time. And on upcoming episodes, we'll get more into disease processes and ways that you can A, diagnose what's going on uh, and B, find good treatments for those conditions. So thanks and God bless. That's it for this episode of the Living Life Well podcast. If you like what you've heard and want to learn more or want to know how to put this into practice for yourself, go to livelifewellclinic.com. Until next time, this is Dr. John Skelton saying, go out and live the truth so you can live life well.